It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Washington making moves for 2022, and there's one more game to play before we can fully turn our eyes towards the future. We discuss all of this right now on the Locked On Washington football team podcast. You are Locked On Washington football team, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are locked on the Washington football team with the Locked On Washington football team podcast. I'm David Harrison, Washington football team writer for SI.com's Fan Nation. He is Chris Russell, one half of the Russell and Medhurst show on the Team 980, Monday through Friday from 3 to 7 p.m. Eastern and on the Odyssey app. We thank you for making the Locked On Washington football team podcast your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. We are also on Twitter at Russellmania621, at DHarrison82, and at LockedWFT. Pod some exciting news happening around the Washington football team franchise. Unfortunately, none of it has to do with the playoffs, but a lot of it has to do with what's going to come in the future. Uh, Washington, Twitter, social media, news media outlets have been abuzz with everything that this organization is doing for 2022 and beyond, which at this point in time, Chris, that's really where our focus has to be. And the latest news, Charles Leno, a guy that you mentioned our last time recording together is being a huge part of whether or not of how this team was going to approach their future Charles Leno, again, being extended three years, $37.5 million, up to $37.5 million, depending on how that uh, breaks down between bonus and base salary. What are your, I know you're happy, but what are your full initial thoughts following the re-signing extending of Charles Leno Jr.? Well, so I I think we've talked about this, you and I, over the course of the last month at some point. I don't remember exactly when, maybe more once or twice, but, you know, we were talking about Terry McLaurin the other day and why that's priority 1A besides finding the future franchise quarterback or trying to find that. Uh, and I still believe that, mm-hmm. David. But like on that, you know, if, if that was 1 and 1A on that two line was Charles Leno. And it was before the end of the season, which we're about to end on Sunday in a completely min- meaningless game. But the more important reason why I said that is because when players get to the finish line, by off by and large, not always, but most of the time, they, I'm here, I made it, I'm healthy, let me get to free agency. And Charles Leno Jr. and his wife did not necessarily want to do that first mm-hmm. and foremost. I'm sure they would have liked to do it. Maybe they would have found something better. They found what they were looking for. They found it to be a good deal. Uh, Obviously, Washington feels it's a good deal. By market size or by market, I think it's a good deal. I think it's 12th, 13th, whatever it is uh, per, you know, annual value. However, they do all that. David, he hasn't missed a game since, knock on wood, he hasn't missed a game since 2014. How many left tackles, including the great Trent Williams, and I love Trent, Mm -hmm. and I cover Trent, you know, his entire career here. Yeah. How many left tackles play every single game? Hardly any. Yeah. And and that's, I mean, what do they always say, right? The best ability is availability. And, and Charles, Charles Leno Jr. has proved right. uh, to have that in, in droves. And I think honestly, and this is a little bit, I don't, I don't want to get too overly emphasized on this point because then it becomes a stretch. 
but to a to a somewhat minimal uh, extent, it's not a stretch if you keep it kind of to a low level. This is a little bit of confidence in the franchise. It's a little bit of confidence in Ron Rivera and what the coaching staff has going on because Charles Leno Jr. is 30 years old. He's not 40. He's he's an accomplished veteran. You know, he's not going to be the top free agent if he hits the open market. But this is not a guy who, if he hit the open waters, was wondering if he's going to be able to feed his family next year. And, and you look at him, he's from the West Coast. He's from Oakland. He played college in Boise State. He, he grew up with the Chicago Bears up until this season. Like, he has no inherent loyalty to this Washington franchise. So him also deciding with his agent to, listen, let's take the good money. Let's take the deal with the organization we have here because we are comfortable here because we know what we have here. That is a little bit of an endorsement to the organization and to the coaching staff, specifically his teammates and what they have building in Washington. Again, don't take it like too far out of left field. You know what I mean? But I think a little bit of him deciding not to test the open market is a vote of confidence for what the team is doing. I think that's a great, I think that's a great point. Um, Here's, here's one other quick thing that I'll say when you're trying to continuously shape the culture you do it with guys that are not only good football players to great football players, and Charles is not great. He's good. You do it right. with men that are great in the locker room and great in the community and work hard and practice hard and play hard and are reliable and dependable and all of that stuff. And that's exactly what Charles Leno embodies. If you're Ron Rivera, and, and this is why I felt so passionately about that's why he was a must resign. Uh, and I'm so glad they yeah. got it done. It's not official as we speak, uh, but it will be, uh, from what I'm told, uh, by the latest Friday at, at some point once they just get all the paperwork done. Mm-hmm. Uh, so just stay tuned for that. Um, but David, I, I would just add this and, and ask you this Does this officially, in your mind, close the door on Brandon Sheriff, or does this not have anything to do with the other? Uh, I just, I don't know that that one has to do with the other. I just feel like Brandon Scherf, you know, he said he wants to stay with the organization and I get that. I think the money he's going to want and feel like he deserves is not the money the franchise is going to want to give him. And that's basically how I felt since before, honestly, since before I even started on the show with you, I felt like this team was, it's kind of like a Kirk Cousins situation where they're going to tag him as long as they can until it becomes, you know, more criminal against the franchise than it does to help him. And I think that's this year. I don't think they franchise him again. And I don't think they're going to pay him what he wants. So I think he hits the open market. He finds his money elsewhere. Okay. And I, I think I, I think you're right. Um, and, and we'll move on because we've spent plenty of time on that. Real quickly, J.D. McKissick has an expiring contract. Bobby McCain mm-hmm. has an expiring contract. Uh, our buddy John Kime has said uh, that they've expressed interest in doing extensions with both of those. Cornelius Lucas has an expiring contract yeah. uh, in addition to Sheriff. Those three guys, just those three guys alone, yay or nay in your eyes? Uh, I, I'm, I'm, yes, positive on Cornelius Lucas and J.D. McKissick. Bobby McCain, I'm a little less warm to than I think a lot of people are. I would rather uh, see them either attack the free safety market in, in, in free agency or potentially go after one of these young free safeties in the draft. Um, I, but you can do a lot worse than Bobby McCain. I just also think you can do a little bit better than Bobby McCain. If he is the type of player and, and I don't know him, so I don't, I can't speak on this, but if he's the type of player that would come into training camp next year in a competition of sorts, if, if that were uh, to develop and not take it in, in a certain sort of way to where it becomes toxic for the team, then I'm okay bringing him back in. But if he's like the kind of guy that only wants to come back, if he's going to be the starter, I would rather see the team kick the tires on a few other options. 
How about Marcus Williams? That would be fun. Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll debate that a, a, another day. David's going to tell you about Built Bar in just a second, but coming up, David and I haven't had a chance to talk together and with you about the name change. Two, two, <laughs> 22, baby. Lock it in. That's next on the Locked On Washington Football Team podcast. Yeah, it's a new year, a whole lot of new things happening for the Washington football franchise. I mean, football team, football franchise, whatever you want to call them. And of course, New Year's means New Year's resolutions. And a lot of New Year's resolutions are about getting fitter, getting healthier, maybe losing a little bit of weight. If one of those is in your wheelhouse and you need to make sure you're including Built Bar into that strategy, that plan, the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar better than a lot of candy bars, easy to add to your resolution efforts because it tastes so good. You're going to want to eat it. You're not going to feel like it's a chore. You're going to feel like you're being treated and you're going to feel, or you're almost going to feel like you're cheating to be quite honest with you. Yet you're still going to be on the right path. You want to eat healthy, but it just gets boring. Sometimes by week three, you're thinking it's just not worth it. Where's the chocolate? Well, the chocolate is 100% and it's covered on the built bars. Most of these bars have 130 calories, four grams of sugar, four net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. You compare that to a candy bar, which is usually usually around 240 calories, 30 grams of sugar, and dozens of net carbs. Here's an idea. Go to your secret stash of candy that you hide from your resolutions, even though they know that it's there anyway. Get rid of those. Replace them with Built Bars. It, it's, it's a protein-filled treat that can help you along your mission. Even if you're not a huge fan of working out, if you add this to your diet and replace it with a can or replace the candy with a built bar, you're going to see improvements as well. And there's so many amazing flavors, coconut almond, peanut butter, brownie, raspberry, cookies and cream, salted caramel, my favorite, the mint brownie, and many, many more with unique flavors dropping almost every single month. So head over to built.com, see what's new, see what's going on. Use a promo code locked 15 to get 15% off of your order. Again, that's promo code lock 15 for 15% off at built.com. All right, Washington football team fans, you know what we did, uh, David Harrison and uh, myself, Chris Russell, uh, about a month and a half, two months ago, maybe, we downloaded an incredible app that if you don't have, you're going to want to have, and you're going to need, and it's going to get you money back in your pocket. It's called the Get Upside app. Our listeners are making up to 25 cents for every gallon of gas. And think about the cost of gas these days. It's still $3 plus in just about every market area of the United States, and then some. So you want to save every penny that you can. And we're going to give you lots of pennies here. As a matter of fact, 25 cents for every gallon of gas. If you download the free GetUpside app in the App Store or Google Play right now and use the promo code TOUCHDOWN. But here's the best part. You're going to get an extra 25 cents per gallon on your first fill up. Uh, that's a lot of That's a lot of jingle, uh, especially after the holidays that everyone can use back. And it's up to 50 cents cash back per gallon. Don't pay full price at the pump. Get back your cash using the Get Upside app. Again, download the app for free. Use the promo code TOUCHDOWN. You get 50%, 50 cents, should say, per gallon cash back on your first tank. Some people who drive a lot are making as much as two to $300 a month in cash back, and there's no catch. Cash back gets added right to your account. You can cash out anytime to your bank account, PayPal, e-gift card, Amazon, and other brands. Just download the free Get Upside app and use the promo code TOUCHDOWN. That's code TOUCHDOWN. All right, thanks again for making the Locked On Washington Football Team podcast your first listen each and every day. Along with David Harrison, I'm Chris Russell. You can follow the podcast at Pod. Follow David at DHarrison82. Me at WrestleMania621. And as always, 
You can join in via the voicemail line. Make them short, make them sweet. Please identify yourself, 301-615-3577, 301-615-3577. David, why don't we crank up said voicemail line? Todd from Utah. Uh, they say you shouldn't go shopping when you're hungry, and you probably shouldn't call the Washington football team podcast line when you're depressed about your team. But let's see how this goes. Uh, I, I hear some various arguments and, and opinions about, you know, if we should just uh, kind of give up on this last game and if it's important, things like that. Um, and, and, you know, heading into the offseason, there's going to be a lot of changes that happen with the team. But I'm, I've never been a person who believed in throwing a game or giving up on a game or putting in less of an effort. As a fan, I want to see you win every single time. And, and sometimes it just doesn't happen. Uh, but when you look at the incentives and you look at the uh, the opportunities for those who are putting into work like Terry McLaurin and, and some of these guys who are making a name for themselves, uh, you know, how can we deny them the opportunity to, to put things together on their resume? Um, it's kind of a catch-22, I guess. Depending on the team you're playing for, you may get more recognition than, than you do otherwise. Uh, look at uh, Ray Lewis and look at uh, London Fletcher. If you ever want to do an interesting comparison, their numbers are almost exactly the same. Almost the same number of games played, almost the same number of tackles, of uh, sacks, of all the important stats. They mirror each other. And yet Ray Lewis has a very big name and he's probably going to make the Hall of Fame. I don't know if London Fletcher ever will. Uh, so sometimes it's, sometimes you need to get a little self-promotion for these guys so that they can, they can really make a nice life out of all the hard work they put in. Uh, as a fan, I'm always going to root for the win, but it's, it's that end to the season. So thanks for your time. You guys are awesome. Talk to you later. Bye. All right, Todd. Thank you, as always, and we appreciate you being with us uh, all the time and contributing to the show. We couldn't do it without you, Todd. It's a big part of uh, our voicemail fan line. Uh, David, I don't know how you want to tackle that. I mean, I covered London Fletcher while he was here. We didn't always see eye to eye on things, I'm going to be honest. Um, I don't think he's in the same – I know statistics say he is. I don't think statistics are always the true measure of everything. Right. And, and I just, you know, I, like, I, I don't know. I, I, I think Ray Lewis is it was and is a better player and, and what mm. have you. But, you know, part of the problem is when you're associated with this franchise, it's not just – and this is true for Terry McLaurin, Jonathan Allen – uh, whoever, you know, Brandon Sheriff, maybe even uh, you, you, when you're associated with losing, you're not associated with winning and winning is what yeah. gets attention. Right. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you look at, uh, you know, uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of football fans don't don't know that uh, Randy Moss started his career with six straight thousand yard receiving seasons, which is amazing. And one of the reasons he's a Hall of Famer and one of the reasons he had so many uh, Pro Bowl trips, you know, during his career. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mike Evans broke that record last year. Uh, he had seven straight seasons to start his career with 1,000 yards receiving. In those seven seasons, Mike Evans, three trips to the Pro Bowl. And there's not a whole lot of people talk about Mike Evans as a shoe-in Hall of Famer, even though he also now has something that Randy Moss never got, which is a Super Bowl title. Yeah. So Mike Evans broke his career starting record, also has a Super Bowl win. And I don't know many people that put Mike Evans in the same category as Randy Moss, even now, uh, again, 54 yards away from making it an eighth straight season with a thousand yards receiving for the first time in NFL history. So yeah, it's got, it's, you know, stats help obviously, but you got to do more than stats. And unfortunately, uh, like you said, being on a losing team is, is just not going to help out, but hopefully, 
the losing ways are going to go away with the team name and the new team name is going to bring in some new winning. Well, that would help. Uh, I don't know if a team name is going to change it overnight, but maybe, who knows? You never know when it comes to these things and how sports might work out, which brings us to, obviously, where we wanted to go for the rest of the show. David, since we, you and I have been together, the team has announced that on February 2nd, 2022, oh yeah, Groundhog's Day, or Groundhog Day, that they are going to have a new name, new uniform, new everything, uh, and we're finally going to find out what the team is going to be called for the next, oh, I don't know, 50, 60, 70, 80, 90 years. What do you think it's going to be? I think it's going to be Commanders. Um, as, as much as I don't like that, I think it's going to be Commanders. I think it's going to be Commanders. Uh, you know this because we've, t- we've been talking offline. Right. I I prefer, out of the available names, obviously, again, Red Wolves was my favorite I know that you've been saying here and on your radio show, you know, and on Twitter that it wasn't going to happen. I agreed with you, but I I was trying to be stubborn and will it to happen, but obviously it's not going to happen. I would like red tails out of the the remaining options. I would like red tails. And for a couple of reasons that I don't want to take too much time up, but one, the, the, the video unveiling the date, they're going to unveil the new team name. Um, it, it really hammered home the hail to right hail to the history of the team, hail to the heroes, hail to the fans. So it just feels to me like they're basically signifying to fans that you're going to keep your HTTR. And I know that the word red has been reported as like not going to be a part of the name necessarily, but there's not a whole lot of R words that you can get in there without having it be red, I think. So red tails kind of fits that. There's a historic thing about it. I mean, and you talk about like a ferociousness or a fierceness, they're, they're fighter pilots, right? And, and I messaged you about this. You didn't really react to it, so I don't know what you think about it, but um, I messaged you, you know, the, the red tails were World War II fighter pilots. Right. The team is unveiling the name on 2222. You know what I mean? So right. there could be a correlation there. But I also got to thinking, Chris, Groundhog's Day, and I know Hogs is, is near and dear right. to Washington fans. What about like War Hogs? Like it doesn't have to be Red Hogs or Hogs, like alone, like Washington Hogs. What, what about like War Hogs or even Warts Hogs, like Pumbaa from Lion King? Yeah, Violet, I would I, hate Wart Hogs. War, War Hogs. Hog, yeah. War Hogs, I could probably live with because yeah. we'd probably just call them the Hogs. Right. And obviously, it would be a direct connection tribute homage to Joe Bugle, Joe Gibbs, and that yeah. great offensive line of the glory days. Um, and honestly, hail to the War Hogs. Like, you can get down with that. You can still get down with that. It's not R, well, but you I mean, can get down with but, that. But it's not HTTR. It's, right. It would be, you know, HTTW or whatever. But that still rolls off the tongue, I think. Hail right. to the Warhog still rolls off the tongue, I think. Yeah, I, I, there's so many different ways you can spin this, right? Yeah. Look, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, nobody can solve every problem, every issue. You know, right. whether you want a name with a shortened name for nickname purposes, or again, you want to go back to the acronym HTTR, uh, all of that, David. I, they can't solve the world's problems with one no. name, with one decision. Because Someone's going to so be many, upset. Right. There's so <laughs> many issues. You know, like about red tails, right? That would solve the HTTR thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, that would honor military. But as many have pointed out, uh, well, they started in Alabama, right. right? So they've said they wanted a name representative of the Washington, D.C. and the greater DMV area. Okay. Clearly, Red Wolves, Red uh, or Wolves would have been the most popular with fans. What I just hope is that this decision did not come down to, uh, and 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 honestly, I I have my hunch that it did. That this decision did not come down to, eh, you know what? We don't want to pay five million dollars to buy out 
the uh, rights to yeah. Arkansas State or the Minnesota Timberwolves. Right. And, and that's just my overwhelming sense based on just based on. That would be and, such and, a if, and if that was the case, David, and yeah. somebody pops that and finds that out and Dan is going to get and Jason are going to get destroyed. Yeah, I, I, that would be such a disappointment because even if you have to pay, you know, a pretty penny for the the right to use it or to buy it out or whatever it is, you're going to make so much more money. Like the way the fan base, That's I know not everybody right loved it. I know what not everybody said, loved Red Wolves, but you're going to make so yeah. much more on the top on the back end. Like that would be a ridiculous. What reason. you just said is 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 why it's befuddling yeah. that they wouldn't be able to go an extra mile to make an investment for the future to make their fan base, most of it, like you said, not everybody, most of it, unite and rejoice and 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 want to support the brand, the new brand, the new identity. Again, you're not going to please everybody. But yeah. what you just said right there, it, it now, unless the cost was so prohibitive, meaning, right. you know, it was $100 million because they knew it's an NFL – you know, maybe yeah, I can then justify that, but right. may, but but until you tell me that, I, I, you know, until you tell me that, I can't justify it, or I can't know for sure that this was a smart business decision not to pursue Red Wolves or Wolves any further. Mm, yeah, that would be disappointing. But you know what? The new name is going to be debated from here until six thirty in the morning, February second. I think, really honestly, until basically until it gets unveiled for uh, the morning of February second. It's going to get debated. And of course, the more it gets debated, the more likely there are potential odds that are going to be placed on what the team name is. And if betonline.ag has those odds, that would be the place that everybody should go and make their wager because betonline.ag wants to wish our listeners a happy new betting year as we continue the march towards the playoffs and into the offseason because they're still the number one spot for all your sports wagering action in 2022 an updated desktop site an updated mobile website if you haven't already checked it out go do that now make that your new year's resolution sign up at betonline.ag and when you make your first deposit use a promo code locked on and you'll get a 50 percent welcome bonus you get half the money you invest in on top of it to make even more bets whether you're looking for football basketball hockey boxing ufc or your favorite vegas casino games don't wait. Take advantage of everything available in 2022. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Bet online where the game starts. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Wrapping up the week, wrapping up this episode here in the Locked On Washington Football Team Podcast. David Harrison and Chris Russell on Twitter at Russellmania621 at DHarrison82 at Locked WFT Pod. Chris, we've got one more voicemail to dive into before we wrap up the week here, wrap up this episode. So let's hear from our guy, Camion. Fellas, what do you do, Camion here? No, it's been a minute. Uh, hmm. so I'm not going to even get into that last game or losing streak. Uh, no, no, I'm not going to do it. Uh, looking forward. I'm excited for the new name. I'm going to embrace it. I mean, hey, that's. As a fan, that's what we should do. 
what I really want is like all these fans that, and that's their prerogative. I mean, I know a few hit me up. They're like, hey, if the name is something dumb, that's it. I'm done. Or even some that still can't get over that we're not the Redskins no more. They're like, I, I can't take it no more. I'm done. I mean, like I tell them, and I know a few listen to this, so I'm just going to say, hey, I don't care. It, as a fan, look, if you want to leave, leave. Okay. You don't have to make a big announcement that or keep putting out there on Facebook, Twitter, and to me that, hey, you know, I've been a fan 40-plus years, 50-plus years, and I, if it's dumb, I'm leaving. I don't care. I'm personally excited. I mean, change is inevitable. So I'm excited. I'm glad Gate is almost over. So I'm going to be looking forward to the new name. Uh, moving forward to this Giants game, you know, I understand we're just playing for pride. Uh, should we play Terry? Of course we should. I mean, personal acclimates is important to a football player. Um, and you want the best from, I understand injuries, but injuries can happen at any time. So we should go on and play our best. And, uh, what's up with Joe Judge? What, what, what is he trying to stir up with his, his comments? I mean, we're bad right now, but we're not giants bad. Let me know what y'all think and everything. Even though I haven't been calling, I'm always listening. Uh, I'll talk to y'all later. Peace. All right. Our guy, Camion, there uh, with a passionate uh, response. And we appreciate you, Camion, as always. And uh, thank you for the contributions you made uh, for a while now to the show. David, real quickly, I mean, I, you hear the exasperation in his voice uh, about Joe Judge. Listen, Joe, Joe Judge has been firing off at the lip and, and taking cheap shots of the Washington organization all week. I think he's now done it twice in the last week, week and a half or whatever. So from that standpoint, you know, I know a lot of people would love to see the Washington football team run it up and score 49 points or whatever uh, and embarrass Joe Judge and the New York Giants. Uh, I got to be honest with you, I'm still in the camp of I'd rather them lose. Yeah, I mean, honestly, it, it, talking to Patricia Trena on the crossover episode on Thursday. So, Cam, if you haven't already listened to that, go back because we talk about Joe Judge. He's already embarrassed himself. Like, honestly, the Washington football team doesn't need to go embarrass Joe Judge. Right. Joe Judge has embarrassed himself. And that's one thing about taking New York coaching jobs. And, Chris, you're, you're familiar, obviously, with the New York media. Like, being a head coach for any team in, in New York in the tri-state area is not just simply being a coach. You, you are you're saddled with a whole lot of other things uh, just being in the New York market. And Joe Judge has not handled uh, that, that spotlight from being a losing coach very well. And some of the things he's saying, I mean, I point out to Patricia that he's out here taking, you know, cheap shots at Washington for having a fist thrown between one player to another. When his team had a right. scrum, had a, an all out brawl during training camp with his starting quarterback at the bottom of the pile. So, I mean, you know, it's a, really a lot point. more fists flying around the New York Giants organization than have been flying around the Washington one. Yeah, that's a really good point that you made. And I like the point, um, you know, that you said he's already embarrassed himself. Why hurt your draft positioning? I know they're going to try and win. I know they're going to try and play. I understand the whole competitive thing, culture, all that stuff. Ah, I just I, I want a top eight draft pick to give me more option, more choices, more leverage, as much flexibility as we possibly can. All right, David, that is going to do it for our regular season editions 
of the Locked On Washington football team podcast. But don't fear, boys and girls, we will have coverage all throughout the offseason, and it will be a crazy offseason, as it always is around here. But thanks for making the Locked On Washington football team podcast your first listen each and every day. We are free and available on all platforms. We'll be back on Sunday after the Washington football team uh, wraps up the regular season with the New York Giants. Of course, we'll look back on the game and talk about what happened and what's ahead in the ensuing days. If you uh, want to make the Locked on Bets podcast your second listen of the day, we would be so happy about that. Daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs. Locked on Bets, hosted by your boy Q, expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. If you want to be like uh, Camion and Todd and Utah and so many others, 301-615-3577, 301-615-3577. That's our voicemail line. We'll get you in and get you aboard. That's going to do it for us today, Washington football team fans. Again, we're free and available on all platforms. For David Harrison, who's writing about the Washington football team on SI.com's Fan Nation, I'm Chris Russell, co-host of the Russell and Menher Show on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. Join us again next week, right after the Giants and the Washington football team, right here on the Washington football team podcast. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.